Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today we're talking about what to do when you have low protein and supplement you need for when you're first getting started in your fat loss journey. A lot of you ladies probably start your fat loss journeys and you do the same thing that I did for so many years, which is as soon as you start something, you go and you buy protein and you buy fish oils and you buy multivitamins and you buy all these things, right? And then you kind of do them for like three or four weeks and then you stop doing them and they sit in your cabinet forever and ever and they just kind of rot there, right? And then you start a new fat loss diet or you start a new program and they tell you that you need more supplements and then you go out and you buy the whole round again, plus this, plus that, plus some extra things. You know, now you have fat burners and now you have like BCAAs and all this kind of stuff. And you have this like giant collection. You're like, what do I actually need to take? Like, why the heck am I taking all this? Right. And so that's why we're going to talk about that today. The other thing we're going to talk about is low protein because they kind of go hand in hand. And a lot of you ladies are struggling with low protein. You say like every day, like I always fall short on my protein. And like, basically, I'm going to give you guys my best tips to help you hit your protein goals and in a way that actually makes sense. Okay. So if you ladies are struggling right now with losing weight, a lot of the times it is because you have a high carb, high fat diet and because you're over on your calories consistently. That's literally it. That's pretty much what happens. Right. And the thing is, is that there is a proven difference between like a compositional change between someone who has higher protein and someone who has lower protein. So if your diet is primarily carbs and fats, yes, you can still lose weight if, as long as you're in a deficit. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, if I don't have more protein, like I don't, I'm not going to lose weight. That's not the case at all. But what does happen is that your body composition will definitely change a lot more if you do have higher protein intake. Also, when you're mixing this with resistance training, you do need protein in order to help build back the muscle that you're breaking down. And for any of you ladies who maybe you're just starting out, quick reminder that like when you're in the gym, you are literally like you're breaking down your muscle in the gym and then you're rebuilding it when you're resting, when you're like working, like when you're doing other things other than at the gym. So you want to make sure that your recovery is just as intense as your workout, right? Like it's great if you have an intense workout, but the thing is, is that if you're not recovering properly, then you're not going to be able to work out to the same intensity a few days later or so on and so forth, right? And you're not going to get the most out of it. And the thing is, is like the way that I look at it is like you really want to make sure that you are getting the most out of your workouts because who wants to do a workout, right? And then like, say you work out for six months and then you're like, oh, well, you know, I could have seen double the progress if I had just recovered a little bit better, right? You're working out consistently like four to five times a week, maybe. And you know, you're giving it your all. And, but then you're like, ah, you know, proteins, whatever. Right. And then it's like six months later, you're like, why aren't I not seeing as many, as much results as I thought I would be? It's like, well, maybe like your macros are a little bit off, right? And the way that I like to look at it, and this isn't like 100%, you know, nothing's really like black or white. And I like to explain the gray areas a lot because I feel like right now there's a lot of people who are like, you need to do this. You need to do that. You have to take this. You don't take this. Don't do that. Right. And it's like, okay, but let's give context to that. Right. And I think when you start explaining the gray areas, that's when like you ladies can actually make an informed decision as to what's best for you because you have the information. Right. Like if I was like, don't have a high protein diet you'd be like, okay. And like, when do I have a high protein diet? Or like, 
when should I be in a deficit? When shouldn't I be? It's like, oh, well, if you want to gain weight, you should be adding more calories. If you want to lose weight, you should be in a deficit. But then there also comes into the thing like, you know, how long have you actually been in a deficit for? How many calories are you eating right now? What is your actual goal? What does your body say? Is your body like kind of helping you lose weight or is it being super stubborn? Like, are you able to enjoy certain things or has your mindset with food gone to shit, right? Like, it's like, there's so many things to consider. So when you look at different things, and I I encourage you to do this with anything that you look at in terms of supplements or any fitness advice, like look at it with a grain of salt and also look at it with like, not like a point blank or black and white, but try and look at the gray areas. So like based on what your goal is, and this is why I'm always like, you need to know what your goal is, because if you don't, all this fitness advice gets super overwhelming, right? So it's like, okay, so if I know my goal is fat loss, okay, does this help me lose fat? Yes. Okay. Is this a sustainable way? I want to lose fat sustainably. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Does this promote like some of the things that I've already seen? Yes. Does it make sense? Is it by someone reputable? Yes. Okay, sweet. Maybe I'll try it. You know what I mean? So it's not that you can't try different things. It's just the fact of like, if you're trying different things, you just want to make sure that it's like, you know, you're not super restrictive or like, it's not like all of a sudden you're doing keto all of a sudden, then you're doing, you know, the carnivore diet, then you're doing whatever. Like you just want to kind of like look at what you're doing and why you're doing it. And does it apply to your goal? Right? So when we look at supplements and low protein ladies, some of my favorite tips in terms of getting protein up. And one, again, this is going to help with your body composition. This is going to help with recovery, but also your body just requires protein. Like you just need to have protein. Okay. And the thing is, is like a lot of us, this is something that is really hard to get in because I think a lot of us think it's like, it's all just meat, right? It's all meat all the time. And you're like, I don't want to eat meat seven times a day. Right. And it's one of those things that it's really hard to get in unless you're very, I guess, just intentional with it. But at the same time, it's also actually easier than you think to get it in. And I'll I'll kind of share why. So with protein, so when you have low protein, it is difficult if you are someone who is not eating enough food. Okay. So that's going to be the first thing. If you're eating a thousand to 1200 calories, it's going to be very difficult because what you're going to find, and I'm sure a lot of you ladies have been on diets like this, is that everything you eat is protein. It's like protein, 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 protein. And the reason why they do that is because normally they've lowered your carbohydrates or they've lowered your fats. And also because like protein is also the thermic effect of food is a thing. So different foods also, they basically like burn more or like it's harder to digest as you eat them. And protein is one of those things. So when you eat protein, it's a lot harder for your body to digest. So it's going to require more calories in order to digest it, okay? So that's why a lot of people also do high protein. The other thing is, is that when you're on very low calories, you need a higher protein intake in order to maintain muscle mass. The higher calories that you go upwards, right? Like if you're at like 2,200 compared to 1,200, you're going to find that you can maintain your muscle mass on a lower protein intake because you are eating more carbohydrates and you're eating more fats. And these things can also be muscle sparing. So the thing is, is like if you're eating 100 and like when you get down to like 1200 calories, you might have to eat 170 grams of protein and you barely eat anything else. You feel like you're just shoving back like protein shakes and meat, right? But then when you get up to like 2200, you have a little bit more wiggle room, but it's also easier to hit your protein because you're able to incorporate more options. When you're at 1200 calories, you probably eat like one thing that has like protein, carbs, and fats. And you're like, oh my God, everything's gone. My whole day is racked. I don't have any more food left, right? And then as soon as you start increasing your calories, you're like, oh my God, I still have so much room left. I still have like, whoa, like I can have beef or I could have like eggs or I could have like a protein bar and like not have my entire day go to shit, right? So if you're struggling with your like low protein, you're probably not eating enough. And then as you eat more, it's more so like I find the good versus bad food mentality really kicks in and that's kind of screws you over. So what I mean by that 
is like if you guys are, say you're at 1700 calories and you've been at 12 for a while, some of the foods that you would have to incorporate or can incorporate, not have to, would help you hit your goal. So for example, if you are scared that yogurt, well, like we talked about this the other day with the sugar episode, if the yogurt with sugar in it is the only yogurt that you like, but it's 20 grams of protein and you won't eat that because it has sugar in it. And the last diet you were on told you that there's sugar in it. That's a very easy way for you to go get 20 more grams of protein, but you won't have it. So now you're stuck between eggs and egg whites and turkey and chicken. And you know what I mean? So allowing yourself to have other options is going to help you immensely. Like you want to switch it up. Like I have eggs, I'll have vegan protein sometimes, which ooh, hate protein shakes. We'll get into that in a second. And then there's like protein bars. Then you have even like, guys, even like a cup of milk. You do realize that there's protein in milk, right? Like if you have cereal, there's still protein in that, right? See? So this is why I also like having it at night, even though everyone's like protein or uh, cereal so bad for you. I'm like, whatever. Like there's protein in it too, guys. Like get on the train, you know? So especially if you use like that fair life protein, I know there's like, you know, controversial social opinions on that, but I've used it from time to time because it is high protein and quite enjoy it, right? So different things like that, like different alternatives, like you can find different things that you'd like all the time. There's cereal that has protein in it. There's chips that have protein in it. There's anything and everything, yogurt. There's things that you can add. Like sometimes I'll do yogurt, right? Which say has 20 grams of protein. And then I'll add like a granola that's protein based. And it's like another five or six grams or like even eight grams. And then now I'm at like 30 grams of protein. Plus I have fruit. Plus I have other things in there, right? So when you're looking at different options, ladies, it's just like, don't restrict yourself to what you can have. And the thing is, is like be able to try different things and like try things that you like and what you don't like. And you're going to figure out pretty quick what you do and don't like. The other thing is, is like, I would say, try not to jump all the way at once. So just like anything else, when we talk about habits, a lot of you ladies start a plan. I don't say like, you know, 145 grams of protein. And you're like, I think I'm eating 40. Like I am trying over here and it is not working out that way. So the thing is, is like, then just aim for 50, then aim for 60 grams, then aim for 70 grams, then aim for 80 grams. And you're going to start finding different foods that you like, and eventually you are going to hit your goal, right? So don't worry too much about like what you're supposed to be eating. It's kind of like the calories, right? Like if you calculate your calories, it's like, oh, it's 2,500 calories. And you're like, I'm eating 1,100. There's no way I can do this, right? So it's like super overwhelming. So then you aim for 12, then you aim for 13, then you aim for 14. Just build your way up. I call it the sliding scale, right? The sliding scale of nutrition, the sliding scale of fitness. If you can't do something that you have, reduce it. If you can't do that, or if you get better at that, progress it, right? And then just keep doing that over and over and over again. And I do that all the time, especially like after a trip or something like that. Like I will literally reduce my workouts and then I will build it back up again. It's like, it doesn't mean I'm not gonna see the same progress. Like I don't have to work out at the same intensity. If anything, you really do need to take deloads and stuff like that too. So like, it's fine guys, it's not a big deal, right? In terms of like exercise, I mean, not protein. So yeah, so I hope that helps just give some clarity. I don't think it's that you guys, don't know how to eat more protein. I think it's like that it's getting overwhelming because you know so much information from so many different diets that it's screwing you up, right? So it's like, instead of just like letting it screw you up, just figure out like what you enjoy and then eat a little bit more of it or like find ways to protein pair, which is basically like when you have like different things, like if you have like yogurt and then you add like granola or if you have, you know, chicken, maybe you have like shrimp with it or like things like that, right? And you can just beef it up a little bit if you need to. And then just slowly and steady build your way up to where you're supposed to be. Okay. So in terms of supplements, guys, so basically when we look at supplements, what we want to see is that supplements, depending on where you're at, is going to be very different. So, but with the supplementation guys, so when we're looking at supplements, when you're first starting, you really don't have to start with anything. And I know that sucks to hear, but it's really, 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 really true. 
And the reason being is that when you ladies are first starting off and you are like, oh, you know, I'm starting off with my my workouts and my nutrition, there's a lot of things that you already have to do, let alone adding another supplement in or something like that. So when you first start, if you find that your protein is low for like 30 days, you could definitely add like a protein shake or a bar or whatever, but it's not necessary. Like it's not necessary by any means, right? And then there's other things that you can add. Like I normally say like protein or like fish oil or like multivitamins could be like your first start. But again, like I don't really want to recommend anything because it all depends on where you're at and what you're doing. And, you know, are you vegan? Are you vegetarian? There's so many different options to consider. The biggest thing is, is like more so supplementation, again, is going to supplement into your diet. I will be 100% transparent. There are very few supplements that I use currently. I really don't use much. And when I competed, I used a lot and I absolutely hated it. And that's why I don't do it anymore. I hate protein shakes. I don't take protein shakes. I don't think they're delicious at all. I used to like them, but again, prep wrecked that because it was like three times a day I was drinking protein shakes and they just don't fill you up and they taste like shit. But if you like mix it in like with a smoothie or something, that's a great option. Again, when we're talking about low protein, grab your smoothie and like add it into the smoothie. And that's like a great way to like add more protein, right? But when you're looking at like other supplements like BCAAs, EAAs, you're looking at pre-workouts, all that kind of stuff. Pre-workout is optional. It's basically like taking a shot of caffeine before your workout so that you like wake up basically, right? There's other things in it too that I do find help, but like that's basically it. Then we have, you know, we have the BCAAs and EAAs. If you're going to take BCAAs or EAAs, EAAs are going to be your better bet because they have all the amino acids rather than just three in the BCAAs. But again, you don't need them. If you eat enough protein, you actually don't need to take those, right? I enjoy them during my workout because I find it's easier for me to drink water because I just sometimes don't want to drink plain water. So I find that helps. And sometimes it just helps like a little bit in between sets for recovery if I'm going super heavy. I just find I can lift a little bit heavier. Hey, it could be a mind trick. I don't know, but I do enjoy it. And yeah, but it's like, again, not mandatory because I eat enough protein, right? So like you can still have it. If you're vegan or vegetarian, sometimes those are a good option because vegan and vegetarians have a hard time getting enough protein in. And they do a lot of protein pairing with like, beans and legumes and and dairy and things like that. So sometimes what happens is that you don't like get full complete protein. So sometimes aminos can help with that. Okay. So that's also helpful. And then the other thing is, is like when you're looking at fish oils and things like that, it really is just dependent. Like I think generally you could be like, oh, everyone could take fish oil. Everyone could take a multivitamin. But like the thing is, is like, do you really need it? And realistically, like it helps. And it's like, it's something that's like good for your overall health, but you don't absolutely have to have it. And the thing is, is like, that's the biggest thing is, it's like, there's not really anything that you have to have, like fat burners, things like that. Those really don't do anything unless you're like really dialed in doing like competition or something like that. It really doesn't do much for you. And so I've seen tons of people like try and take fat burners and they're like 40, 50 pounds to go. And it just like, it doesn't do anything. Basically, you're going to sweat a little bit more. You're going to see that like, you're going to feel like you're like, you know, all jacked up and it's really not going to push too much more. It really isn't. Same with like things like L-carnitine, big in the past for like, just basically like being like a uh, fat burner or like a fat loss supplement. And I find that's more of like a general health supplement. Like there's so many different ones. And honestly, like I don't find anything really beneficial. The only one that I really find that I really enjoy taking and just because it it does make me feel good are things like iron supplements because I have low iron, right? Like actual things that like I need to take or like magnesium is fantastic. I love magnesium because a lot of ladies are very, very low on magnesium and magnesium is literally found in your entire body. So if you aren't taking that, like I do recommend you looking into it. I can't be like, I recommend you take this because I don't know your personal health situation, but magnesium is one of those ones that it's like, that's a good one to look into just for overall health. And yeah, it's like, that's a really good one. 
The other ones that I would say like are more like less workout based, but more like gut health and health based would be more so like the gut health supplements. So like glutamine is fantastic for helping with leaky gut. There's a lot of ladies, especially people watching probably who have leaky gut and they don't even know it just because we tend to eat a lot of foods that don't overly agree with us and we just keep doing it. And then we think that over time, like it's just, it's fine. Like my stomach just hurts. And then you're like, oh, why am I reacting to everything? And you know, why am I swollen and bloated all the time and all that kind of stuff? So the thing is, is like making sure that your gut lining is like intact is I think one of the biggest things that when you're first starting that you can do. The reason being is, is like if you have leaky gut or if you have intestinal impermeability, it's basically when you have like mini holes in your intestinal lining. And what happens is when that happens, like food and like bile and things like that can leak back into your bloodstream, right? So the thing is, is like, are you really reacting to the fact that that food is upsetting you? Or are you reacting to the fact that, you know, there's food leaking out of your gut, right? And it's like kind of gross to think about, but it happens all the time. And if you have like constipation and then diarrhea and then like, you know, it's all over the place and you're bloated all the time and you don't feel good and you got brain fog and all this kind of stuff, like it could definitely be, you know, because you are just not taking care of your gut. Like if you have, you know, a parasite or like y'all know if you've been following me for a while that I had candida, that was awful, really, really bad form of candida. That was really bad. That sucked. And that was awful. And one of the first things I had to do was actually repair my gut lining because it was like, it was affecting it. It was like, basically just like wrecking my gut because on top of all the foods and stuff that it was eating, obviously the bacteria and stuff was also trying to, the bacteria and stuff was also not doing really well with my, uh, my stomach. So, or whatever my gut lining. So with that being said, glutamine is, I find a fantastic supplement that you can take that can help. But other than that, it's like also understanding, like if you have a lot of bloating and things like that, either going for blood work or finding out if you have like candida or if you have SIBO or if you have a parasite or things like that can also help also because as much as you want to lose weight and take supplements and do all this stuff, if you do have something that is like not quote unquote normal, then you might find that you need to get rid of that first before you try and lose weight and do all this stuff. And like if your digestive system isn't working the way that it's supposed to work, you're also going to find that it's going to be much more difficult for you to lose weight because it's very hard to lose weight when you're not going to the washroom, right? And then you get caught up with all these things like estrogen dominance and like all this kind of stuff because you're constipated and you haven't gone to the washroom in two days and right. And like all your hormones are all over the place and it really just like throws everything off. So if you guys can do anything to start off, I would say like focus on your gut health and on your gut lining and like making sure that like your gut isn't in a good spot, either taking like eating fermented foods or prebiotics or probiotics and like all that kind of stuff, whatever you need to do, I would definitely like consult someone first, especially if you have candida or parasites or whatever, but making sure that your like gut is in a good spot and then making sure that you're increasing your protein. Because the other thing too, is that as we talked about, protein also takes a lot more to digest. So if your gut lining and if your gut is not in a good spot and you're increasing the protein and your digestive system has to work harder to break all this stuff down, you're going to find that it's going to be, it's going to be very hard on your digestive system and it might just make things a little bit worse. So not that's why I'm like also with fitness advice, right? It's like it's those gray areas where it's like, yeah, increase your protein, but if your gut's a mess, then you might not be able to increase it without having like some side effects like a lot of bloating or a lot of constipation or you might find that it's just super uncomfortable or that it makes things worse or you know what I mean? So like even just the simple advice of like increasing your protein might not be the thing that you personally need to do, right? So yeah, I hope that helps ladies. So basically guys, low protein, if you have low protein, it's about building it up on that sliding scale. 
making sure that you're incorporating different options. For supplements, I don't overly recommend starting with anything. If anything, working on your diet and exercise is going to be a habit enough without adding like more things to scoop into your drinks and things like that. If you find that you do need more protein, sure, a protein supplement can be beneficial. Some of the uh, supplements that I did kind of touch on today were more so like the gut health ones, because I think that's a great start in terms of like glutamine or looking into like how your gut is actually like performing and, you know, is it like optimal right now? Or are you finding that, you know, you're constipated for multiple days in a row or the things going on like that? And in that case, there might just be a little bit of work to do in regards to that. And you might need supplementation for that to help it out. Or like you don't probably need it, but it just helps push things along a little bit. So that's kind of the only time I really recommend supplements for beginners when they're trying to lose weight. And the reason being is just like, if you can get your gut health in check or in line, it's a lot easier for you to lose weight, but also you just tend to feel better, less bloated. You know, you don't have as much inflammation, like kind of throughout your body, that kind of stuff. So that's always a nice place to start because then as you start losing weight and as your efforts, you can kind of start seeing your efforts pay off and you're not just like bloated all the time because that's super uncomfortable. So I hope that helped ladies. I hope that gave you a place to start. I'm sorry that I didn't just give you this laundry list of supplements that you're supposed to take and when, but I don't really feel aligned with doing that because that's not really, I don't know, that's not really our thing. And I've done the whole shebang. I've done it and I haven't done it. And honestly, I haven't found that the supplements that when I did take them, they were really like, you know, transforming my life in any way. If anything, sometimes I enjoy taking like a scoop of greens, for example, if I'm low on like veggies, or I'll take some EAAs to like spice up my water. But honestly, it's just because I overly enjoy them. It's not because it's like has these magical fat loss benefits. So ladies, if anyone is selling you a program that requires you to take supplements, please run very far in the other direction. And I hope you have the best day ever. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.